welcome to the VoiceOver Insider free podcast, a service, of course, of Julie Williams' free VoiceOver Insider. For industry news, tips, and information, be sure to subscribe at www.voiceoverinsider.com. I'm Paul O'Connor, here to introduce our host, Julie Williams. What's coming up on the podcast today? Paul, today we're talking with Lisa Biggs, who uh, you're going to hear what this means in just a minute. Her branding is Little Voice, Big Talent. What you're going to hear is her real voice, and you can see why she is so, so in demand, especially this time of year when somebody's looking for um, an elf voice. She is also owner of Big Dream Casting, and Lisa works a lot with children, training children and, of course, casting children. Lisa, welcome to the program. Hey, how are you? It's so good to hear your voice. I know. It's really good to hear yours, too. It's so unique, and I absolutely love it. Thank you. Thank you. It, uh, it has served me well. <laughs> you know, I should tell you that um, I did an audio book, yeah. an audio book of a book I wrote, and Lisa mm-hmm. was the voice of all of the children's voices within it. It's called Bouncing Bobby, and I just love what she did. I narrated it. She uh, did all the voices, and I think made a pretty good pair. Yeah, uh, this is Bobby, by the way. Um, thanks so much for writing a book about me. It was awesome <laughs> to have my own book. Yeah, yeah, that was so fun. That was such a fun project to work on. Um, and I, I just, I love um, just kind of seeing you uh, commit to bringing that to fruition. It's always so great to meet people like yourself um, who are unafraid to do things, you know? Um, Write a book and publish it. And then, heck, why don't we have an audio book to go with it? I just, I so admire your um, just kind of go-getter attitude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You know what? I actually did the audio book first since, you know, for you and I, that's the easy part, right? Yeah. Oh, Um, yeah. Uh, for most people, it's probably the hard part. But mm-hmm. now what I need to do is take the manuscript and make it into a Kindle book because then the yes. book has to go on audible.com. But I've been so busy with voiceovers that I haven't continued to do that. So Bobby's been kind of put on the shelf. Sorry, Bobby. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Oh, I love that voice. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the market for voiceover for kids? Animation seems like mostly it's adult women, you know, E.G. Daily, Lisa Biggs. You know, it's funny. It is It is definitely swinging in their favor, especially commercial advertising. They love real kids. I mean, that is probably what used to be my bread and butter was commercial advertising and, you know, big campaigns, big clients, big brands. You know, I'm in the union. And so that was a significant stream of revenue for me. And then they, they really, uh, about three plus years ago, three to four years ago, really shifted in, in, in that they really want real kids, which I get. I mean, I, I coach and direct kids and do a lot of casting for kids. I would love to think that, you know, what I bring to the table as an adult who specializes in kid voices and is special, and it is very special. I'm, I'm good at my job. But you could have a kid come in and there's just, there's something about their honesty and authenticity that they bring to the session, that they bring to the read, that no one, even myself, can't emulate. It is, um, I've been actually uh, directing all of Toys R Us's radio ads for over a year, and we've been running the same play since last uh, Black Friday, last Christmas, um, and it's a really cute campaign. Bo Weaver is the announcer, and we feature real kids in the commercials. 
and I come in and I direct all the kids and, you know, I've worked on, I think, six uh, campaigns for them at this point. So, you know, all their holiday ads, then all of the Easter ads and all of the Memorial Day ads and, and all this other stuff. And it's been really fun, but they love real kids. And, you know, it's voiceover is one of those things as a professional voice actor, as someone who makes uh, my living doing voiceover, you have to be fluid because it, it has trends just like any other industry. And right now the trend is they really love real kids. And so I thought, well, you know what, if I can't beat them, then I will definitely make sure that they are uh, primed and ready to uh, compete in this industry because it is, it is a business, you know, whether you're five or 50, um, it's still the same industry. And so I do a lot of coaching, um, you know, technique, voiceover coaching, demo production, um, also uh, casting and producing with real kids. And it's so fun. Oh my gosh. Like I am jealous a little bit because I just think, gosh, if I'd been eight years old and heard my voice on the radio or in a toy or on TV, like how, I, 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 I can't even imagine how cool that experience is. Oh yeah. For them there. I mean, it's cool for me, you know, like <laughs> it never gets old when I hear my voice on TV or, or, or hear my voice in a toy or on a video game. I love it, but I can only imagine how unique and wonderful that experience is for a child. And I love being able to facilitate that. Would you say that children tend to maybe be more natural at the beginning than adults are? You know, it depends on the kid. Honestly, my experience of kids, um, some are amazing. Obviously, they just have a knack for it. But others, it's funny, um, you know, I, I do get hired to direct a lot of kids on, you know, in animation and commercials, whatever. And it's because there does seem to, in a handful of them, be a lot of hesitation. And I wonder if that's just because they're not fully aware of the context of what they're doing. Um, And I get that, you know, I mean, you're in a dark room and you're reading and and it just doesn't feel the same as it does for us because we know what we're doing. We know we're performing. We know we're doing voiceover. We know typically what it's going to look like when the project or production is complete. And we just have just a wider frame of reference for what the heck we're doing. And so a lot of times um, kids will come into a session and they're just not, they're just they're, they don't bring the same energy. They almost kind of uh, dial it back a little bit. So my job is to get them back up to like 150%. And so, I mean, I go to extremes, you know, I wear silly costumes or fake mustaches or, you know, do cheerleading, you know, spirit fingers to just get them enthused about what they're doing. Because yeah. um, if I can direct them and bring you know, 200% of myself, they'll at least meet me somewhere in the middle, which is usually where we want them to be. That's awesome. Yeah. Kids, um, work with any coach or do they really need a specific kid specific coach like you? Um, I mean, voiceover technique is, is there's a specific approach for kids, definitely. And beyond that, also, it is, 
it, like I said, it's an industry, it's a business for them. And obviously it's a family business for them because I doubt they're answering all their emails and scheduling all their sessions and engaging with all of their auditions and the clients, yada, yada, yada. So I think it's equally as important when you are working with someone, if your child expresses an interest in voiceover, um, I think it is important to seek out someone who has experience in that field, just like as an adult. Like when I, you know, you and I were talking um, earlier, um, I, I'm getting into radio imaging. And I could have just, you know, uh, hired any old radio imaging coach, but I wanted to work with someone who knew the industry. I wanted to work with someone who could open, open doors for me because I think that just makes sense. If you're going to spend money and there is a monetary investment to be involved in this industry, especially up front, you want to work with someone that is going to give you more than just voiceover coaching. You want to work with someone who actually knows what to do after the demo. And so I feel like for me as a coach, that's what I bring to the table. And I love kids. You know, I meet a lot of people who don't want to work with the reason they, they send kids to me is they don't want to work with kids mm -hmm. a lot. of and, and it's, it's no, it's, you know, no offense to the student. And I certainly don't mean to offend anyone who may be um, of that frame of mind, but I have a, a considerable amount of experience working with kids. My undergrad is in Christian education. And before I became a voice actor, I was in youth ministry. So I love kids. You know, I understand the importance of being invited into a family's dynamic, into a child's life, whether you're their young life mentor or you're their babysitter or you're their voiceover coach. Mm -hmm. There is a great deal of responsibility when someone trusts you to um, guide their child and guide their family, especially in an industry like voiceover, which can be so predatory because there is a, a wider curiosity about this industry and about how to book the work. And there are a lot of people out there who would love to capitalize on your curiosity. And so, yeah, so I, I do think that when you're seeking someone to, to work with your child, you need to seek out someone who knows that niche of the industry. So I do think that's important. We're talking with Lisa Biggs, who is a child voice, as well as a casting director of Real Kids and a coach of Real Children. And coming up right after this short message, we're going to find out how you, if you're a parent, can tell if your child would be good at voiceover. We're going to take a very short break and then return to our guest. But Julie, I notice you have some openings in your private coaching schedule right now. I do, but they don't usually last very long. What exactly do you teach? Well, it depends on the skill level of the student, of course. Um, I start with a few specific scripts that I consider assessment scripts. And there are so many techniques, so many, that I can assess from them. This takes one, two, maybe two sessions. But I do kind of, uh, kind of a full immersion technique where I assess them, and I teach and critique more than 33 different proven voiceover techniques. I, I haven't counted them lately, but it's kind of like throwing a bird out of the nest, you know, make them fly. That's a lot to learn at one time. It does sound overwhelming, but the techniques all build on themselves, so they actually develop the skills faster. And I always encourage them to record every one of our sessions, of course, and part of their homework will be to listen back to our sessions. That's every single week. You've been quoted as saying you're a coach, not just a teacher. What's the difference? A teacher teaches you while you're in the classroom. A coach is far more than that. Think of... Um, all right, a, a, a gymnastics coach, right, preparing a child for the Olympics, okay? That coach invests in the student, 
She guides the student's individual progress, and she directs the students in other things the student needs to do to progress, like get sponsors. Well, that's what I do. Now, here's the million-dollar question. Do your students get work? Oh, yeah. Some of my students have worked for MCI, the Discovery Channel, DIY. Even a lot of my beginners have gotten work far sooner than expected. One lady who started in VO around Thanksgiving 2015, she got a couple of gigs on her own, and then um, she started coaching with me and applying the techniques I taught, and bam, four more jobs in a very short time. And she's had, I think she had 30 jobs in her first year, and she credits my coaching for that. And of course, I'll take the credit. (laughs) Oh, and I got some students with an L.A. agent. Didn't I, Paul? (laughs) Yes. Yes, you did. And I thank you for that. I also thank you every time I open up one of my residual checks from one of my network or cable voiceover jobs. I can personally attest that Julie's a great coach. And you can get more information at juliewilliamscoaches.com. Yes, or email me at julie at juliewilliamscoaches.com. And do that even if you're not interested in coaching right now, because I've got a lot of free articles and resources I send out to whoever wants them. Okay. Let's get back to the podcast for a few final words. We're back with Lisa Biggs talking about children's voiceover, children themselves in voiceover, even though she's a a child voice herself. Lisa, thank you for joining us in the program. Yes, yes. Thank you again so much for having me. In a second, we're going to talk about uh, how you, if you're a parent, can tell if your child would be good at voiceover. But Lisa, first I wanted to ask you, is the pay the same for kids as it is for adults? It should be. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the pay scale, if you are adhering to the industry standard, yeah, it's the same for kids as it is for adults. However, I do think that there are certain folk who hire voice talent who would take advantage maybe of the just lack of um, just, you know, lack of of knowledge that some parents, you know, they're so eager because they want to satisfy this desire that their child has to work in this industry. And so they're willing to be talked down just because they don't have, um, they don't understand how the industry works in terms of rates and, and, and stuff like that. But the pay, yeah, absolutely should be the same. There's, there should be no difference. I guess they don't have an agent as well, huh? I mean, sometimes they do. There are a lot of agents who do represent kids. It's definitely more of a a specialization in that a lot of agencies just have a handful of kids on their roster. But I mean, just like all of us, I mean, you and I probably both have, you know, I've got probably a dozen agents all over the world, but I end up booking probably 80% of my work on my own and so have to negotiate my own payment terms and, and, and rates, et cetera. And that is to be expected for parents who are navigating their child's voiceover career as well. So what do you do with the stage mom who obviously is going to be very good at getting the child work, um, but what do you do with this person who uh, wants their child to do voiceover? Maybe they're living their dream vicariously through their child, <laughs> but the child, you know, doesn't dislike it, but just doesn't really care. You know, I, I have met many stage moms. <laughs> they do exist. Yes. Um, I have not met a stage mom yet who the kids in tow are not interested in what they're doing. Hypothetically speaking, if I was to encounter this individual, I would, I would be honest with them. 
if they did approach me and say, hey, I need some career consultation, or I just need to know what I'm doing, am I doing this right, yada, 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 and just remind them to just be aware of, of you know, their expectations and, and what do they want. And typically, like, I would never accuse anybody of, of being, you know, oh, well, I think you're doing this not for your kids, I think you're doing it for yourself. But I would like to think that I've been around long enough in this industry and on this earth to be able to gauge um, to a degree someone's intention. I mean, you never know what people's intentions are truly um, unless you're, you know, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, um, you know, I do in working with parents like to keep coming back to what their expectations are because I have met parents like that who it does seem like it's more about them than it's about their kids. And in that case, I do not back down or shy away from having an honest conversation about that because voiceover should be fun, you know? Yeah, you can make a lot of money. Even as a kid, you can make a lot of money. Obviously, as an adult, you can make a very comfortable living. However, if they're not enjoying it, why? And because they are, to a degree, held to the same standard as adults. I mean, I, I send out auditions all the time through Dream Big Casting, which is my casting arm of my coaching business. And a lot of times it's, hey, everybody, I need this back by 6 p.m. this evening, or I need this back by 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Like, it is very quick turnaround. And um, a lot of times kids don't understand, like, why mom just got an email from Miss Lisa, and now they're having to go in their closet and talk into their mom's iPhone. And, <laughs> and so to whatever degree that they can, because I know they're busy, try to make that process fun, try to keep the kids um, engaged. And so I do a lot of just really fun webinars and workouts for kids, just so they can remember why they are pursuing this, because auditions are part of the job. I mean, it's, it's a, a, a great uh, it takes a great volume of auditions sometimes to book a single job. You can easily become discouraged. And I, I don't, I would never encourage someone to keep going down that road if it does seem to be breaking their child's spirit. And I've seen that before. Yeah. yeah. In, in which case I would just say, hey, you know what? Take a, take a break, you know, do some gymnastics or, uh, you know, take another, you know, pursue something. Um, because, you know, at, at this point, families, kids are at a luxury where it's not like they are responsible for the mortgage, you know, like for us, like there are some days where, you know, we probably go, gosh, can't I just have a real job yes. <laughs> with normal expectations where I can clock out and not have to think about it. But the truth is, is as an adult who does voiceover, um, we have a great deal more responsibility to our clients and to ourselves because we have chosen this as our career path. Right. Um, for kids, it's different. I mean, like I said, yeah, they can make, they can do very well. I know families that have been able to send their kids to college just off of their voiceover money or, um, you know, their kid was able to buy a, a new car when they turned 16 because of their saved voiceover money. There is a lot 
of opportunity. And I, and I know for people listening to this podcast that want to get their kids involved in voiceover, I mean, they want to talk bottom line. I'm not afraid to talk bottom line. Your kids can make a lot of money doing voiceover. I know because I have been, I've spent the last 17 years pretending to be a kid behind the microphone and I make a lot of money at doing voiceover. And I, a lot of the opportunities that have been extended to me could easily be extended to a child. And I, and again, because I know that this industry ebbs and flows and, and right now they love real kids and that may stick, I am happy to facilitate that because the people that I'm facilitating those auditions and those castings for are people that still hire me. Right. They may not hire me to do the stuff I used to do, but I'm still working and I'm still here. And being a resource as opposed to being someone who just goes, oh, wait, you don't hire me anymore? Then you want real kids? Well, then never mind. I'm going to go, you know, do whatever. Like, I know. Um, just like you know, this industry offers a lot of opportunity, but it also isn't predictable. And if you want to sustain yourself making a living doing voiceover, you have to be open to the possibilities. And it's actually, once you get the hang of it, it's a really cool thing. Like the, the times, you know, that I've had to um, switch from one mode to the other, you know, when certain things kind of started to dwindle, so I've had to pick up the slack in a different area of voiceover. It's actually been very exciting. It's challenging, and I enjoy that aspect of it. So we've been talking with Lisa Biggs, who uh, is owner of Dream Big Casting and has done a, a number throughout her entire career, 17 years, a number of child's voices and also coaches children and casts children. In fact, she's been uh, casting all the Toys R Us pods for the past year. And Lisa, if somebody wants to get a hold of you to talk about getting their child in voiceover, how can they reach you? Uh, just, you know, honestly, we're building our Dream Day casting site at the moment to showcase all of our kids. So eventually, within a couple of weeks, Dream Big Casting, and that's two Gs, B-I-G-G, Dream Big Casting, com, But in the meantime, just lisabiggs.com. They can find me on my website. And it's just lisa at lisabiggs.com. And that's B-I-G-G-S. B-I-G-G-S. Two G's, just like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Way cool. Thank you so much for joining us, Lisa. You are so welcome. And we'll be back next week with another great free podcast for you. We're glad you were able to join us today. Feel free to email Julie with any questions at julie at juliewilliamscoaches.com. We'd like to thank our editor, Morning Joy Lynn, who can be reached at morningjoy at voeditor.com. And of course, thank you for listening. Till next time, I'm Paul O'Connor, along with Julie Williams, wishing you prosperity in all you do.